What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to Morenita, a deep dive into the Latinx experience. With Morenita, we want to create a community and a shared space with you while sharing knowledge and inspiration. This show is about celebrating our culture with guests who exemplify the best of us. I'm Darlene Castillo, y te invito. Mi gente, today we have an episode that I think many of you will be able to relate to our love and hate for social media. I'm talking Twitter, the tickety-tock, Instagram, Facebook. Social media is the true double-edged sword, especially for those that use it for fun and work. It can be fun, time-consuming, toxic, draining, and invigorating all at once. You scroll and scroll and scroll, and then all of a sudden, three hours of your precious lives have passed. Social media is a vital part of our world today, especially for those who work in the entertainment industry. And yes, there are a lot of great things about it, like connecting with people and discovering friendships. It can also be a bit of a scary place. It has the power to affect your life in positive and negative ways. Claudia Mendoza, the CEO of a prominent Instagram page called Mami Chula Social Club, comes to Morenita to discuss why she decided to take time off social media and how that time ended up being two years. That's right. When Claudia made this decision, I was shook, as I think many of her followers were, because her platform was growing so much. I had been following her page for a couple years and was inspired by the moves she was making, the power of bringing these incredible communities of dope Latine women. Not only that, but she was being recognized by huge platforms like New York Times, Oprah's Magazine, and began a partnership with Dove Products. But she decided to create a post informing her followers and friends that she would be taking a break. However, I don't think anyone imagined it would have been two years. 
the best decision, she calls it, as you'll hear later. I think the last time I attempted a social media cleanse, I did a month, and that included a lot of cheating, like a lot of cheating. And even those whom I know who have tried to take social media breaks have definitely not done it for two years. Claudia shares with us the clarity and peace that she gained, but also the challenges that she had to overcome through those two years. She shares the triggers that social media presented to her that made her recognize a decision that needed to be made for herself and herself only, for her mental health and her body health and her personal life. Those things became the priority. I want to warn you that we do discuss some triggering topics such as sexual abuse. I also want to thank Lavia for her bravery in sharing parts of her story with us. She truly is a beautiful soul. I can't wait for you guys to hear this one. Te invito. Claudia, my mami chula, she's in the room. She's here. <laughs> Por fin, we finally did it. I am so happy to have you here on Morenita. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> Truly, I'm so excited to be talking with you. You are incredible, darling, and... I'm happy that we're finally making this happen. I know. It's been, well, first off, thank you so much. I'm like, I know. <laughs> first off, I just, <laughs> yeah. just want to say that, like, how you and I met, like, I mean, we've had an online friendship for such a long time now, right. it seems. Right. Um, and I found you through Mami Chula, um, which is the, I guess, yeah, actually, like, the Mami Chula Social Club. So, like... How did that begin for you? How did you like embark that journey? I mean, you've been featured in New York Times and Oprah Magazine. You've been a partner with Dove. Like, what was the beginning of Mami Chula Social Club? What was the reasoning for that? Yeah, so it's it's really interesting. And I think that it all started because I've always had a real passion and love for women and a real passion and love for community. Um, and... So I used to host these kickball games and I, cause I was really great at kickball and it was the only sport that like, I remember. Okay. Kickball champion. Yes. <laughs> like I, I'm like anybody, I, I, it was like, I think it was one of my happiest memories, honestly, like going to gym and when it was kickball day, I was just like, Ooh, I'm going to hit that ball so hard. And I know that like I can run and it's easy. Like, it's not like. It doesn't require much. I don't know. It was it was the right amount of competition, but it was also like it didn't require the coordination of like baseball or like, I don't know, like a dance class. Like I didn't have to learn choreography or whatever. And I was just really great at it. And I loved it. And I was just like, everyone is good at kickball. Like everyone <laughs> loves like anybody could hit a kick a ball yes. and you can run to the next base. And like I just it was just such a good memory for me. So I loved kickball. And, um, at one point, I think the first one, the first Mami Chula kickball game was in 2015. I just had a whole bunch of friends from different, from all different parts of my life. So I had friends who were like my closest friends. And then I had friends who I had met through like political organizing and like my, you know, like 
uh, my community organizing work. And then I had friends who I knew from school and were part of like more of like that intellectual circle and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And then I had, I just had a whole bunch of different friends who were incredible and who I just wanted to get together. And I, I was just like, you guys need to meet and we all need to have fun and we all need to like get out here and we all need to like just be active and just get to know each other. Right. So I hosted that first kickball game and it was a freaking blast. And from there, so many women met each other. And I think it started off honestly with like a group of 20 something women. Wow. Um, yeah. And it, it really started like the premise of it was joy and it was to get women of color together and to get women of color out and active. Right. So fast forward a few years later, um, my best friends and I, all of our moms are single moms. Oh my God. Um, wait, so is mine. Yeah. Oh my God. I love this. Already. Really big. Girl, all of our moms are single moms, and I think they were coming to, like, the realization, we were coming to the realization that a lot of them were about to become empty nesters Mm. because, like, a lot of us had graduated from college and, like, we were moving on. Even if we were living at home, our social lives, or, like, our social lives didn't really involve our moms much. But, like, our moms were such a big part of who we were. Like, as Dominican women, our moms are our sisters, are our best friends, are our freaking biggest critics. But they're such a big part. Like, our relationships with our moms are such a big part of who we are. And, like, like we, I, I at least, as much as I want to separate my relationship with my mom from my life, like, I can't. Like, my mom is is my is my nucleus um and i i realized that a lot of them like we realized that a lot of them like didn't have friends because they grew up thinking um that they couldn't trust other women like i don't know mm. about you darling but my mom grew up raised me saying i know en la mujer no se confia or be careful around these women mm. because either they'll take your man or they'll Poaching chat about you, or though, you know, a lot of our moms have trauma with other women. So it's either that they don't have relationships with other women because of that, or because they were working all of the time and didn't have the time to socialize, right? You know, and like build friendships in the way that we understand friendships. Um, so a lot of their friends were their vecinas or their sisters or whatever, like La Familia, you know. yeah. La Familia. So um, we had the bright idea of like hosting, of, of bringing all of our moms together and like making all of our single moms into friends because like they were all fly and like in their, you know, late 40s and, you know. If we were out, fly, like, being fly and being our fly little selves, like, our moms needed to be out here socializing, too. Right. So we wanted to get them together, and we started, um, like, organizing little dinners and, like, like happy hours. Now I'm going to interject, because these were not, let me tell you guys, these were not little dinners. They were, like, events. Yeah. And it was, like, yeah. you would see it on social well, media. that was later. Oh, that so was actually later. Okay. Yeah, that was later. So this is, like... 
before even officially bringing it out of like my official friend group. Like this was just like my friends, right? So, oh, so then, this was like um, the like first, we, it's like we, the OG level, Mami Chula Social this Club. This is like the OG level of Mami Chula Social Club, right? So then um, we we did all these dinners and then we're like, I'm like, holy shit, like there's something here and like I have a real passion for it. And I'm work at that point, I was working um, in government. I was working at, in the state. But um, I knew that I wanted to quit my job and I wanted to do something that I was really passionate about. So I saved up a bunch of money and I was just like, yo, I am just, I have this bright idea. I want to host a garden party for moms and daughters and I want to like, I want to expand this. So at the time I had met someone and she completely, she'd attended a kickball game. Um, I had met her in person through a kickball game and she was just like, this is amazing. You totally have something here. Like, yes, go with it. Like, let's do it. So, um, from there, I had the first Mami Chula garden party, which was incredible. I got a harp player. It was hosted at like um, at the oldest mansion in New York City, actually where um, Alexander Hamilton stayed there at this mansion, Daryland. I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. Girl, at Morris <laughs> Jamel Mansion. Um, I had a celebrity chef. Um, I reached out to every single connection that I had to make this the most memorable and beautiful celebration ever for our moms because I was just like, this is what we deserve. And this is the caliber of experiences that our moms deserve and that we deserve. Mm. And like, we need to be building community in this way. And like women need to get together and we need to have these spaces. And like, there's so many women who are doing incredible things who connect online, but don't really have the opportunity to ever connect in person. Right. So that was the beginning of it and a lot of the inspiration. And then, I mean, Mami Chula Social Club. So I was out of town a lot of the times traveling and working, and I, I used to watch the Instagram from afar and just be, yes. I would send you messages and be like, oh my God, I yes. wish I was there. I can't wait to get back to I New know. York to meet you and see you. Um, and then, I mean, yeah, so we're going to take a little bit of like a complete turn here, but I mean, your social media platform was, you know, and is incredibly successful and like people in our community, like look out to that and women always are on there and watching it. And like, I'm one of the people that always kept tabs on you and was like, Mm. where's my girl at? What's happening? What's happening next month? Um, and then I think we saw something that was really interesting and, I'll say shocking because it was kind of a shock for me, but I remember opening up Instagram and going to visit your page. However, it seemed that you decided to take a step back off social media. And I remember there wasn't really a presence of Mami Chula, um, nor on your personal account. And in my mind, I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, where's my girl? (laughs) And I know that you had mentioned you're taking a social media hiatus, you didn't put a time frame or anything, but it actually turned out to be about two years. What was the reason for the social media disconnect, especially something that like that was propelling your incredible idea? Yes. I mean, Mami Chula, like 
even if it was a private page because it, it, we only um, accepted women or like, you know, you had to be kind of referred to the page and you had to be accepted. Um, Mommy Tula completely like grew, like our community lived online. And I'm so grateful to Instagram because like that's how I was able to meet you. Mm-hmm. And that's how our community like really blossomed. But so... I mean, and that was, in retrospect, I feel like taking that hiatus, okay. So to me, Instagram has always been, and social media has always been critical and so important because I understand that it's a tool, right? Like, holy shit, you're able to grow a community from 50 women to like now like 3000 women or something just because of social media and Instagram. But I also understand and have always understood that the real purpose and the real magic lies in real life Mm. and in us building and connecting in person and that's why I put so much emphasis and like mommy to events like, yeah, they, they're like really beautiful. And like, you know, like I put a, I put a lot of thought and care, but like into like how they look aesthetically and would present online. Like, you know, you're going to have a little selfie moment or like, you're going to have an Instagram moment, but the real magic in it is in how you're going to actually present in like how what you're gonna actually get out of the experience through being in it in person and how you're gonna connect with the other woman or the other Tula in real life and how your exchange is gonna be and how this event is going to like be the channel for it. Um but to me like Instagram could go down at any moment. Right. But I still want the the magic and the power of Mommy Jula to live beyond it and the power of our community to live beyond digital and online. So while I understand the importance of Instagram and I've always understood it, like my real like I don't care to go viral. I don't care about like those things. Like to me, the real impact was always very much more important. So yeah, it was a really hard decision to get offline, but I always put myself and like, you know, like real life first. So was it a mental health based decision that you decided to step away from? I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. And that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr. And on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate. Because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me, sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. 
At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It was like, so 2020 started, was incredible for Mommy Chula because we opened up in February, the end of February, early March, with the vagina monologues. There was so much happening online for Mommy Chula. We had just raised $20,000 to be donated to an organization, Latinas y Líderes. Like so much was picking up. There was so much momentum. There was so much going on. I had just gotten a Dove partnership through like my work with Mommy Chula. Um, So much was picking up. And then a few days after the vagina monologues closes, everything gets shut down and we're like in the, we're like all like blacked out and are like, what the hell is going on? What is COVID? What is about to happen? Nobody's going to work. So it was like, it was really funny because it was like all of this happened and there was so much energy and then it's like, everything just goes black. Mm. And It was great because I was able to take some pause and rest after producing like this massive show or whatever. That to me was massive. I had never produced anything like a a show in my life Um, and much less raised that much, that much money. But um, it was a a time of rest where I didn't really have to post and engage because COVID was the main, the thing that everyone was concerned about. Um, And at that same time, around that same time, I was also going through a really rough time with my mom. It was, I was, I had to leave my mom's house and there was like a lot going on in my personal life. And I just took that time to kind of take like a few days off of Instagram and off of engaging with everyone. And I think we were all confused about the direction that we were all going to take now that COVID was like full throttle. So I slowly started doing like programming around like um, mental health and how to support us during our community during quarantine and like, you know, how to bring joy and that mommy Tula energy into all of our homes, even when we were like when we couldn't go outside. Um, 
So that was fun and all. But then I am such an overachiever, darling, that like I wanted to have something planned for every single day. I had like a partnership with a different Tula for like weeks on end. And I like, remember the schedules. This. Yeah, the schedules were freaking wild. I had like Aria from Flower Bodega teaching us how to do like flower baths. And like I had a friend of mine, Stephanie, teaching a salsa class. I think it was every Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, like we had a jam-packed schedule every every single, every single day, um, for, for a few weeks. And then something really interesting happened. The summer is rolling around and a friend of mine comes out with, um, you know, with her story, sharing her story about sexual assault. And, Mm. you know, like that it, it was, it turned Washington Heights and our community, like it, like it turned us around because it was like these two major people who are like big parts of our community were now at the forefront of this major, like, you know, scandal and thing. And I came out very much defending my friend and, you know, sharing my story with sexual violence. And, um, I'm sorry. Um, and out of nowhere, I became like this, I remember a picture of, um, I shared this picture of myself, um, with a red, like a red thing over my eyes that said survivor. And it was a picture of myself when I was five years old. And when I had like experienced like sexual assault and I shared my story and I connected it and I, and I, this has always been something that I've been like extremely passionate about and that like, I always knew I wanted to talk about. And it just felt like the right moment to talk about misogyny and, you know, like violence against women. Like we had just put on the vagina monologues to talk about violence against women. And then here it is happening in our community and like it happening to a friend that I love so much. And she share, she's being brave and sharing her story. So I wanted to support her. And that post went viral when I put the the picture of myself when I was five and a whole bunch of women came out and shared their stories as well. And in a matter of days, like I kind of, I was kind of at the center of this conversation and men were coming at me, asking me to like organize things for, and like conversations and different talks and all of these things. But what I hadn't I don't think that I had taken into account was like how triggering this moment was for me. Hmm. Like at the end of the day, like this story was something that I had held with me for like over 20 years, you know, like it was like one of the most formative traumas of my life. And like, here I am now putting it on social media and it becoming like sensationalized and it becoming like, it's important, right? Because we need to have this conversation. But I think that what happened was that it was a trig, a major trigger for me. Right. And it was something that wasn't, that wasn't meant to become like, like the point of me putting it out there was not for it to become viral right. for me to become like, it was just like, yo, I'm fed up with this, you know? Yeah. And like, you wanted I'm to speak. Up. 
on on behalf of what you've went through and 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 you were fed up with it and that's the fire that it feels like it had behind it absolutely absolutely and that like and then right after that darling like that was happening and then simultaneously we had that the Black Lives Matter uprisings happening right. again. And to me, like when I was in college, I was a big organizer for the Black Lives Matter, like movement in our community and all these things. And and like I, I spoke out a lot about these issues and like um my for example, my uh thesis in in undergrad was actually on like Haitian and Dominican relations mm. and like so racism has always been like a real, like a, a a huge passion of mine. And like, I've always been like very outspoken about it. So here I am, two huge issues that I'm super triggered by and like feel super passionate about. And we're also in the middle of a pandemic and all of this is happening online. And I feel so much, um, I feel so much responsibility to take action but then at the same time, like, I feel like I wasn't, there was something growing inside of me that just felt very unsettled and felt like I didn't want to take action. And I was tired hmm. and I was tired of being a voice and I was tired of fighting for others. And I felt like I was just, I was sad and I was scared. And I, and I realized then that I was going into a real deep, like I was in the middle of a very deep depression Hmm. and it's a real sadness that I think that a lot of us were feeling because our lives were changing, had changed so quickly. But to me, having the very real triggers of, um, you know, putting my sexual, you know, assault story out there and having that and then having the Black Lives Matter movement, putting more pressure on that and then feeling like I had to be the leader of a women's organization and like, you know, the pressure, all of this. The pressure. The pressure. It, it, it was just a lot of pressure. And what I wanted was quiet mm-hmm. and what I needed was to take care of myself. Because my personal life, while all of this was happening, my personal life was also very much falling apart and was in shambles. Because one of my biggest relationships, my my mom, like I said earlier, like my relationship with my mom had hit the absolute all-time low. And I wasn't even living at home at this point. But I believe that the the move that you made for yourself was so important for your mental health, but not only for that, but like, just so you can like process and speak clearly about your experience. Because I think that that's something that social media can, that that's where it can get toxic, right? The constant, like you have to say something quickly. Like, it's like, you don't even have the time to sit with what is going on. It's like, if you don't say something, that's it. So the that's it. Where it's like, these are real big things that we're dealing with. And it shouldn't just be that you just have to respond immediately so that people, people feel like you're in the conversation and you're important. It's like your thoughts would be so much more important and more valuable if you had the time to actually think about about this situation and analyze and process it and sit with it. And what part of your body does this sit? 
right? I'm just thinking about those two years, right? And it didn't start off with two years. My my goal was to get off of Instagram for 30 days. Mm-hmm. That was my goal. And what I wanted, I was just like, okay, I need some time for myself. I need to obviously sit with all of these things. I need to take care of myself. And I, I need to I need to assess. So I was like, okay, my goal is to get off of Instagram for 30 days. So um, I hadn't been off some, I hadn't been off social media ever in my life. Like I've always been active and, and like, so I was like 30 days, let's do this. It's a challenge. Darling, when I tell you that those, that first week, well, those first three days were insane. Girl, I I found myself every few minutes reaching for my phone. I would go out for walks and I started engaging more with nature. And I was like, okay, this is cute. And after a week, honestly, darling, I, I really didn't miss it. I didn't. And I was like, okay, I can do this. And then from time to time, I'd be curious to see what was on there. But so much was happening in my life. I finally moved to my own apartment and I just kind of became obsessed with building my own safe haven Mm -hmm. and like building my nest and my retreat and building a refuge for me and little Claudia and building a sanctuary, which is what I needed. It's so important, Um, especially during that time. I mean, absolutely. Yes. So, um, during, and the 30 days passed and I, ni cuenta me di, ni cuenta me di. I was not turning back. I was just like, this feels so good. I'm able to be present. So you decided to come back. Now you're jumping back into the world of social media and you're being more present and you're giving us a little more insight on your daily life. How do you like deal with social media now? I was really scared to come back, which is why it took me so long to get back on. Then I realized, and all that that made me realize was that one, social media, again, is not real and that my life in real life is the most important and that so long as I'm taking care of myself, I am honoring myself and that that will make me the strongest leader that I could be for other women. Right. And like, how could I run a women's organization and like not walk the walk? Right. Because right. if any of my friends or if any other Tulas were told me what they were going through and like, you know, shared that social media was a big trigger for them. I'd be like, girl, get the fuck off. And and that's the advice that I would give them. So for me to do that and like, kind of like risk it all, I'm just like, yeah, bitch, you fucking did that. And you did exactly what you needed to do. And no, you did not miss any moment. You did not miss any time because when you're born to do something, you're going to do it with or without social media. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I love what you said in the beginning of this interview with you real magic in real life. Not only are you walking the talk and doing the thing, Claudia, like, I love that you're sharing that magic, like with your friends, with the community that you've built with people on your platform, like, and then with that, which is crazy that I'm going to do this right now after this conversation, (laughs) but I'm going to ask you if people want to follow you, (laughs) follow your journey, because also like, if you want to, if you want to hear the real, real Claudia is, has a platform that is incredible. Two platforms. One is personal. One is her, um, her, her business. And I think that we should all know about it because it's such a refreshing page. So if you don't mind sharing with us, what is your Instagram plugs? Yeah. So my Instagram is Mujer on Mondays. Um, it's M-U-J-E-R-O-N Mondays. And that's where I share a whole bunch of shit. And going back to close out with your question, Daryl. Like, yeah. Um, on Mujer on Mondays, I think that I, so I'm trying to set some rules with myself now that I'm engaging, like my, the way that I'll, go about mommy chula will be very different. And the way that I'm going about my personal life on Instagram is very different. Obviously setting like I came in being like, okay, you're only going to be on Instagram for an hour every day. That's, that's been bullshit, but I'm, I'm trying to be more conscious about it. But I think that what I'm trying to be most conscious about now is what I'm putting out there. Mm. Um, and what the purpose of every single thing that I put out there is. Yeah. A lot of it is my personal life because I, I believe in that transparency and that realness and being able to connect with people in real life and being like, yo, this is real fucking life. If I want to be on Dykeman smoking hookah, I'm going to be on Dykeman smoking hookah, but you best believe that when I am out here doing something else, I'm going to put the exact same passion and energy into whatever I'm doing. Um, so I'm being trying to be more intentional with Instagram and the content that I put out there. 
and my personal page is Mujer on Mondays and Mami Tula Social Club is at Mami Tula Social Club. And what I'm preparing for right now is the relaunch of it. And I'm so excited for it. Like, I'm like, all right, how are we going to use Instagram as a tool? How are we going to get paid from this? Because enough sharing so much energy on Instagram and not monetizing it. Like, yeah, yeah. Claudia, I have this moment yeah. of the show that is my favorite moment. Ooh. And I'm so excited to ask you mm-hmm. some questions. I know I've been asking you questions, but these are like the real good ones. Are okay, you ready? Ask me. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. I'm already hot. <laughs> Question number one Have you read a book recently that you would like to recommend to our audience? And I chose this question because you are a book lover. Yes. So um, I think things that I don't talk about with my mother. Um, I started reading, it's like different essays written by different women about their relationship and experiences with their mother. I think that it's so important for us to read about it and get into it. Um, it's an easy read and it's a good read. And like all the different essays are so different and just beautiful. And it's inspired me to write something about my mom and my Mm. relationship with her. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Second question. What's your favorite place you've ever traveled to? Oh, crap. Um, okay. So I think that honestly, um, it's a tie between Italy, but honestly, the, the most magical place would be the South of France. Oh my God. Me too. Yes. (laughs) The South of France. It's just honestly the bread, the wine, the The, water, the yachts, everything. It's, it's beautiful. Just beautiful. And the people are yeah, so yeah. beautiful. So beautiful. So simple. So beautiful. So fuck it. It's how we should all live. It's lit. We're planning a trip already, you and I, yes. in our minds. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I'm going to Italy this summer. So. Yes. Uh, okay. Our Not third far. and final question What reminds you of home or makes you feel at home? Mm, cooking. Now cooking does. Um, what's your favorite dish to cook? Oof, I make the most bomb like bowls ever. And I just throw in veggies and hummus and roasted things. And my best friend, Denise is, um, a cook, like she's a baker and she's like such a bomb cook. And she always used to cut my ass because I was such a terrible cook. But now they, she requests this bowl for me and she gets okay. so mad when I make it and don't invite her. So everyone loves my bowls. I am, I threw, it's like so many different textures and flavors and I'm, well, Claudia, I'm coming over for a bowl. So that's it. Yes. Add me to the list, come. sis. Yes. <laughs> come, come, come this summer. Claudia, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on here. I cannot wait to have you back because I feel like there's so Yay. much that we can dive into and talk about. Um, and about time after our four year friendship, I'm so happy that we finally got this down. I'm so happy for Instagram. I'm so grateful for Instagram because that's how we were able to meet. You know what? Instagram, it's a double-sided sword. We love you. You see? We get mad at you sometimes, (laughs) but at the end of the day, connection is connection, but we also know that real life is real magic. Real magic is real life. So, um, I leave you guys with that. Claudia, thank you so much again, my love. Mucho amor. Thank you so much.
yes. besos. Morenita is a production of Sonoro in partnership with iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.